We had Hi. we had some complaints about the uh, the editing style that I used last time on this show, and um, well, I guess just, what everybody guess what it's different. But well, it's no, it's we're going back to what it's we used the to same. Do. It's exactly <laughs> the same. Hey, welcome <laughs> welcome to morning show. Uh, this is a show where we talk about news that will impact the future. Um, important events. We talk about fast food and uh, important events. So, Kenny, last time we went over your definitive fry ranking and we we reacted, I guess, guttural reaction to the fries that, what what was the name of the website? Oh, First, dot com. First they, we feast. They had, then they had like a poop. list, right? First we feast, and then that's actually the after blog. <clears throat> First, <laughs> that what you call it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the blog after the blog. Oh, that lots of blogage. <clears throat> so uh, we talked about their list. It went to what 15, 14 or fifteen different fries. We only took your top five. So I want I want you to run me down your top five. If you did not see this in the show notes last time. Uh, here is Kenny's top five list of fast food French fry f- fantastic feet. Feet. Uh, no, no feet here. Um, so uh, the, before I before I lay out my top five, the list that we looked at of of the fourteen rankings, it listed Arby's as number one, right? It did. And it listed Arby's curly fries as number one, right? It did. Curly fries are not French fries. They are curly fries. It's in the name. From the country curly, I think, right? <laughs> well, I mean, French fries aren't from the country French. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I, would, I would say that the country is curl. Curl. Okay. Good. Curl land. Hi. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, anyway, um, so I wouldn't say that this is then my French fry top list. This is my fries top list. All right, here we go. Number one. So number one. Wait. In and out. Should we do number Oops. one or should we do number five? Well, I did number one already. I said it out loud. In and out. <laughs> Bing. All right. In and in and out loud. Um, there. I we already covered that. I thought that they were the best. I really like In-N-Out French fries. I love them when they are well done, which is, you know, put mm. them in the fryer for a little longer. Mm. Um, proper drive through etiquette. Do not get well done fries in the drive through That's just mean to all the cars behind you because you have to wait longer, um, which I think is why there are so many long lines at In-N-Out because people don't understand the well done etiquette. 
<clears throat> very very good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. All very right. So good. should I go? Should I go number five now? Mm, this is this is all get, out of order. <laughs> this is going to get confusing. Let's do number two. All right. Number two, Carl's Jr. Or Hardy's and, for for those who are not on like the the sliver of the West Coast where it's still called right. Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. My Jr. Uh, is Possess, it? It's possessive. Is it? Is it? Yes. Or Carl. Carl's. Carl is a junior. I'm not sure. I'm not sure which. It came after Carl is a sophomore. <clears throat> <laughs> Carl's never going to be a senior. No, never. Always junior. Always. Forever. Always. Um, yeah, so I like Carl's Jr., the the French fries, the like the natural cut, or at least that's how they um that's how they sold them. That's how they they marketed them when they did their I don't know, they they refreshed their French fries. They did They're that when every, Yeah, they refried their French fries. They did that uh, they did that because the- because everyone else was doing the like, hey, when it has a potato skin on it, when it looks like a, a potato then you're willing to pay more money and you and you, oh, want, totally. and you want to try these again. I've got to say on your list, Carl's Jr. is the one that has the biggest box. They come yes. in the hugest box ever. Yeah, it's like a milk carton full of fries. It is it is an entire gallon of french fries. <laughs> uh and I also really like their the crisp cut fries, the waffle fries. Oh yeah, those are really those good. Those are great. Yeah. So I can't go wrong with Carl's Jr. That's why it's my number two. Okay. Number three, uh, the place that got, uh, you know, it was absent on the other list, Jack in the Box. Okay. Now, I like Jack in the Box French fries. Nobody gets the French fries from Jack in the Box. Everyone gets the curly fries. And the curly fries are great. They're just, they're too greasy. They're too. They are. You're right. They are. And and then when you get the French fries, it's the opposite. They're not greasy at all. They're very. They usually are very hot because they have to make a new batch because no one gets. No one them. wants them. Yeah. Um, hmm. And so they are always hot and tasty and crispy and salty and yummy. Maybe that's that's what we're finding here is when there are two. Fr- well, In and Out's the exception, I guess. But when there are two fry options and you get the French fry option, it is the better of the two. Only when. The majority of people choose that secondary French fry, right? Carl's, Jack in the Box, Arby's, all, all, all of which are, you know, secondary French fry companies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, I went with Burger King. Now you're saying to yourself, but aren't they the Burger King and not the French fry king? Yeah, that's a good. Exactly what I was thinking. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> uh, but they have really good French fries. I think they probably fry them in like chicken fat or something yeah. because oh. they don't really taste like they don't really taste like French fries. They taste yes. like like the chicken fries that they have. Oh. So, so they do something they do something that is not vegetarian friendly to their fries, and I like it. It's kind of yeah, you're right. It is a little bit like they took the chicken and they fried it, and then somehow uh, with magic replaced the inside with mushed potato. <laughs> Mushed potato, not yeah. mashed potato, but mush, mushed mush potato. potato. It's not. It's different. Very, very different. All right, Kenny, give me number five. Number five, I had to go with Arby's, of course. And 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 like I I uh, said in the beginning, this isn't French fries. This is this is fries. Mm-hmm. All the other ones, I do like the French fries, but Arby's, 
The curly fries, man. Come on, curly fries. Mm-hmm. Well, They're great. I've got to say, no one gets the regular fries at Arby's. But that's true. However, it's a delight. When you get a box of curly fries and there is a regular fry inside, it's like it's like it jumped up on, on into the basket uh, without really thinking about it. It's like, I don't I don't know. I just want to get out of here. This place is <laughs> driving me crazy. So it jumps in your basket and you do you eat it or do you avoid it? I eat it. Yeah. Perfect. Now, just like that. One of the places on that list was something called Steak and Shake or something like that. Right. Steak and Shake. Shaken. Oh, on the uh, the the feast first feast. First. Yeah, Sh- shark and shark and Stark. What what was it? Steak and shake. Steak and shake. So, I I found out. Yes, I have heard of it. I actually walk by it on the daily, which I did not know. <laughs> I did not know. The problem is you didn't, what I I did not know that I walked by a steak and shake nearly every day. I've never walked inside. I know they have a burger that has a lot of cheese on it. Um, but now I have the opportunity to try their fries because it was pretty high up on the list. So I think there were like six or seven. So, uh huh. Yeah. So was well, it the um, crinkle cut? That I don't remember. That I do not remember at all. No, I think the the Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Sure, sure. Sure. That was that was the crinkle cut. Yeah. So we'll, uh, I'll go try those, and uh, maybe eventually they'll end up in my top five. But uh, but I have yet to put mine together. So stay tuned. Uh, because there's m- more hot takes, fried takes coming at you here about French fries. Oh, we got one more story here, though. We do. We have another story, but before I get to that, even though the segue would be really good, I feel like you and I need to uh, make an announcement about something that we have changed that doesn't really impact very many people, but it will impact what we say on this show. Uh, we are no longer doing our Patreon campaign. We have, <gasps> what? We have completely stopped uh, accepting your donations and your funds via Patreon. We don't have any issues with them. We don't have any issues with the money that was given. We thank you very, very much for your lifetime donations to this program because it does really help us, uh, helps us do what we do and actually helped us fund that brand new theme song that hopefully we'll get a couple of years out of. So it was, yeah. it was very, very nice of you to, to do that, uh, Patreon folks. We appreciate it. However, the lifetime contributions of, of some members outweighed um, what I would be willing to have a personal friend of mine give me in person <laughs> um, for the product that we are producing. And that was weighing on me for a long time, and, and I just I could not deal with it anymore uh so with that we will accept donations to the show in another way if you have ideas please email me kyle at goodstuff.fm but i no longer want to do the monthly recurring donations via patreon i think it's not fair to you the listener this show should be free and it is free to listen to the only perk that we really had going was the soundboard and the unedited broadcast so I'd like to still keep doing that. Today, we're actually doing something new. We're streaming on Twitch. Boom. But, uh, Ray, calm down. We will find something different to do. So, in in summation, thank you for your your patronage, your previous patronage, and your potential future direct patronage of this show on a non-recurring basis. 
We love you very much, and thank you for listening. Now, Kenny, what should Back I? To the fries. What should I do? Let's get to the important stuff. What should I do with my French fries? What do you mean? When I get them from the window, the drive-through window, you said not well done, right? Okay, let's let's make that point number one. Do not get your fries well done from In and Out in the drive-through. You in said, the drive-through. That's just mean to everybody behind you. Okay, good. Yeah, it's like getting a uh, like getting a pour over in the Starbucks drive-through. Like we, yeah. I know this is going to take at least five minutes <laughs> for you to do. Right, uh, you're gonna, sir. You're gonna need to pull around. Come, come to the front and just sit there. Probably it would with be your quicker car to go inside than to wait in your car and waste mm-hmm. all that gas. Sometimes, you know, I fight that. That is my internal struggle right there. Do I stay in the drive-through or do I go inside? Which one's going to be faster? Which one is? Which one would help me make my decision faster? Which one ensures mm. that I get the hottest food? There's so many variables, but True. when you are in the drive-through you're getting this to go drive-through french fry with you what are you supposed to do when you get those fries well see now life hacker is telling us that we should leave the bag of food open leave it open do not crinkle close it shut so you can grab it and use it as a handle no 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 leave it open and, and now- i gotta say one thing okay of course you're going to leave it open because on the way home, you're eating you're those fries. Eating, the, the fries are completely gone. That's the first yes. thing you go for. How are they going to make it home if you're eating them in the car? They're already in my stomach. <laughs> so that's that's the that's point. I'm glad number you one. agreed 100 percent right yes, there because absolutely. That's, that's the uh, the crux of that article. Here's how you get them home crispy and not soggy. Uh, no, you eat them. That's how you do it. Life hacker. The, the only a, way you can a, get them home crispy is by having a drive-through next to your house. <laughs> your house is, and the you drive-thru. walk. You walk over, and you don't have enough time to eat all of the fries. Yep, yep. That's that's, that's exactly the only it. way. That is the only way. Well, life hacker saying leave the box, leave the box and or bag open, uh, expose it to air. That way, the condensation that is coming off of those French fries doesn't resog those uh, potato mashes. Oh, so geez. I. Mm, I I guess I would try this. I don't know. Maybe I subconsciously do this already, but there is there is no world where I leave the fries for later, unless right. unless I'm getting fries for someone else. Which Ooh, I don't know. That's a dangerous game. I know. I know it is. It's not going to make it home either. <laughs> I Sorry, will, I, I will, forgot to get you fries. I know. I will purposely buy an extra fry just so I have one for the way home. <laughs> Please this tell me to go to go fries. It, please tell me I am not wrong about that. If you've got, the, I wouldn't if, say you're wrong. If you've got the wherewithal to uh, to get an extra fry, you will because you need it for that drive home. I don't know how far oh, yeah. away this place is, but you need you need that extra fry. Boy, we yeah. are we are off the reservation on this one. Um, I've got some more food follow up from the last episode. Uh, wow, I, lots of food follow up this time. I know. I made some. Well, the last show was all food, so now this is the <laughs> half of this follow show. it up with That's more food. Right. That's right. This is the after blog. What? Um, <clears throat> Mississippi pot roast. I made it. It was amazing. I highly recommend it. Uh, I will put a link in the show notes to the recipe that I followed, and you can go do that. Please try it. It's it wait. So what made it Mississippi? Like, uh, I know what pot roast is, but mm-hmm. what's a Mississippi pot roast? 
well. Um, you swing. Again, your, don't look it up on Urban Dictionary. You swing your leg over uh, oh, <laughs> to the right. Uh, no, uh, the Mississippi pot roast was uh, like a, a gravy and ranch dressing uh, filled slow cooked beef with pepperoncinis or pepperoncinis oh. or however you want to pronounce that. <laughs> Come on, who says it like that? I don't know. Pe- people might. If you read it, read it as it is, as it's written. Pepperoncinis. Yeah. Pe- pepperoncinis. So I don't What's know. the difference between pepperoncinis and banana peppers? Uh, there is. The, I can tell you later. I can tell you later. But uh, that's what's in there. That's what's in that Mississippi pot roast. I like this. Oh, I'm looking at the. Uh, I'm looking at the the link. the The picture of the meat covered in. Uh, what is that? Some sort of spice or sugar? You. No, no, no. But it's also got. It's also got three sticks of butter and five pepperoncinis. Yes. So lots. What is, what is the rub? What is on that? That is a mixture of. Um, ranch dressing mix and i believe a gravy mix so it's just sort of like a like dried dryness yeah 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 Yeah, you do not add ranch dressing as a as a liquid ingredient you add (laughs) ranch as a a pre-packaged and or i made it myself Uh, Uh, a gravy mix yep there you go so go ahead it's really easy go try that if you if you do eat the meats uh i recommend this meat this particular one i don't know if you pointed this out last time but Prep time, five minutes. Mm-hmm. Cook time, eight hours. Yeah, it did take forever. I did not get to have my my pot roast until like 9 p.m. So I recommend starting it either before you go to work if you're not going to be home and or before noon because otherwise you're not going to have dinner. Got to start that five thing Five minutes to set this up and eight minutes to cook it. That's it's so weird. Yep, yep. And it takes me about uh, two days to eat it. So I that amount wow. of time investment versus what I get back for it, I think it's it's right up there. It's one of those I'm going to come back to over and over again. Kenny, I think we need to get to some headlines. Oh. These are today's headlines. We've got some more fast food news. What is going on at Taco Bell? Kyle, Taco Bell is phasing out the naked chicken chalupa mm-hmm. early March. No. You no, got to try it. No. You got to try it. I haven't. Oh, I haven't tried it yet. You, got, I haven't. you only have you only have like a week. <sighs> okay. Okay, well, when Taco Bell first unleashed the Naked Chicken Chalupa nationwide in late January, some wondered if the world was ready for tacos made with fried chicken shells. Well, now it might be time to start wondering if the world is ready to lose said tacos made with fried chicken shells because they're about to start disappearing from the chain's menus for real. Are they Are they removing this from the menu only so we get more excited for it? One... And we go back for it before it goes away, and then they bring it back in a year, just oh, totally, like, just like McDonald's does to their McRib. I feel like that's what they're doing with this. Hey, the uh, yes, naked chicken and, chalupa and is back. The naked chicken chalupa is so much more appetizing than a McRib, too. Mm, maybe if we use the McRib as the outside, as for, the buns, as the bun. Oh my oh, gosh! Oh no, 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 no! And no. the bread's in the middle. 
a double down McRib. Oh yeah, <laughs> sauce just sauce everywhere. Please, oh, we need that. So, so I think you're. I think you're right. In so this article is calling it a stunt food, and that you know it's, it's a it's a marketing does it, ploy. Well, it's like, hey, it, look at what this crazy food we got. Does it do tricks? Are you are yeah. you? It's are you like writing? Travis Pastrana of the mouth. Travis Pastrami of the mouth. I, <laughs> I I'm th- uh, what I envision. Title. What I envision here is like a, a naked chicken chalupa riding a tech deck and <laughs> grinding grinding down a rail and say stunt food, and then then it fades out, fades to black, and then you go buy three of them and you try it. I guess that yeah, I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. So, uh it, I think you're right also in saying that when it does make its inevitable return, that's it's going to be even bigger because they're like it's back. Your favorite food from Taco Bell is back. And now it's spicy. That's what they're saying. You you are going to have a spicy version. Uh, like the Doritos version. I don't need that. Wait, Doritos isn't spicy. Mm, what about the Fuego Dorito? If it was like a Cajun, mm-hmm. a, a, a Cajun naked chicken chalupa, a hot man, how would chicken, you say that? A Nashville hot chicken chalupa. I okay. okay. The 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 brainstorming here is <clears throat> it's making me rather excited. So let's move on to the next story. <laughs> anyway, got uh, Kyle included, and everyone else. Go eat one of these before they disappear. If you eat the uh, chicken. Mm-hmm. If you eat the chicken. Right. Uh, drone, Kyle. Just, I guess it's someone named Drone. Yes. Or it is a drone. Mm-hmm. It crashed into a woman's 27th floor apartment window. What? Uh-oh. Yeah, uh, they're they're not new or anything. But a woman in New York City was jolted to attention on Sunday evening when a GoPro camera drone crashed into her high-rise apartment window, according to local news reports. The drone smashed through the glass of the 24th floor window, uh, sorry, the 27th floor window in Manhattan, missing the 66-year-old woman by just four feet. I'm holding up four fingers, by the way. Um, A neighbor who lives in the floor above thought someone had jumped out the window. I guess that's how loud and with what the force going into it. Uh, the wo- fortunately the woman wasn't hit by the drone, but the unlucky guy who last year got smacked in the head by one. What? Oh, unlike the unlucky guy who got hit in the head with one of these. Okay. Um. So there's really the the oh the owner of the drone is not known at this point, but it well, sounds like the device yeah. was type. Uh, it was one of the ones that was included in the GoPro recall last year. Oh boy. Uh, which suddenly lose power and they fall from the sky. So. Oh. But it wouldn't fall. So it was going it was going laterally, right? <laughs> right. Through the window. Unless so someone, unless he had it above the twenty-seventh floor and it lost power and it just fell like a meteor into her window. With the wind. I see, I wouldn't I've held one of those drones before. I just don't think that that would be heavy enough to blast through a window. But maybe Oh yeah, it would need to be traveling really quickly. Yeah, it would need to be going really, really fast. So I mm, okay. I'm glad she's safe. Uh, but what I'm thinking about are all of the people down below that 27th floor window Yeah, where all that broken glass crashed. Um, I think all the glass went inside. If the, if the drone went inside, not all the, glass the glass would go inside. No way. Not all of it, but maybe most of it. Well, 
Okay. All right. So Speaking we're not of we're breaking not glass. Hmm. No, it's not. It's not a segue. That's a, that's that a terrible segue. <laughs> Here, I, well, I I can cover this one. How about that? Go we'll, for we'll, it. We'll jump back and forth, Kenny. Mozilla has announced that they're acquiring Pocket. That's that read later service. They uh, right. they like strip all the styling out of it, and then they put it in their interface, and you can read articles that you save for later or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Have you used Pocket before? I have used Pocket. It just, I mean, it's good. It's good for uh, when you save an, an article and you and you get to put it all into one place and you get to read them all. And it, it makes it nice so that it, it flows really easily from one article to the next. The problem is you really, have, you, you have to put the work in to find all the articles to read later. It's a garbage pile. My pocket is for sure a garbage pile. Well, Mozilla and Pocket have been working together, I guess, for a while now. Uh, most notably, they say, to bring native Pocket integration to Firefox. Okay. But now Read It Later Incorporated, the owners of Pocket, will become a wholly owned subsidiary of Mozilla. So it's kind of like this. They, they took their relationship to the next level. They were ready to, you know, be fully owned by this company. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with this. I don't use Pocket. It's not going to affect me, but it do does. Do you use uh, Firefox? I do not use Firefox, but now Mozilla has my information because I once was a garbage heap of Pocket user. Aha. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> speaking of garbage heaps, though, Kenny, Boston Dynamics, they've got a new robot that can jump four feet, lift, oh, a, lift 100 pounds, and skate on two wheels i don't think this story needs much more than that the link will be in the show notes to go you have to watch all these videos guys it's frightening now this is not i mean it looks like a horse on wheels uh running (laughs) around and spinning it's frightening but but we'll see we'll see what happens i want to talk to the guy who's designing these boston dynamics robots and coming up with these shapes and ask him, like, are you doing this because it's, like, ergonomically uh, the most efficient? Or are you just trying to create nightmare machines? Uh, well, the, the problem is it vaguely resembles, like, biological joints and biological structure with legs on the bottom, head on the top. Um, so we think it looks nightmarish. But from a, a roboticist's perspective, it's probably... No, nah, that doesn't look like a robot. It's an animal. It, it, yeah, yeah. It's well. It's a, they're trying to be more the most efficient as they can with putting things in a way that you know nature over however long has evolved these animals to have backwards joints and whatever else these freaky robots have. That would be my Ugh. thought. That would be my thought on this. So go check that out. The link will be in the show notes for those. Um, freaky freaky wheeled horse robots that can lift a hundred pounds that can Can lift a child it would punch a hole through your chest (laughs) with a hundred pounds of force it probably more i don't know i i have no idea i just don't want any of this (laughs) moving on spacex i don't know if anybody else uh heard the announcement yesterday but spacex is gonna send the first paying tourists around the moon next year that's right spacex plans to launch two paying customers or passengers or customers 
if you uh, combine those words, mm-hmm. on a tourist trip around the moon next year using a spaceship under development for NASA astronauts and a heavy lift rocket yet to be flown, the launch company announced on Monday. The launch of the first privately funded tourist flight beyond the orbit of the International Space Station is tentatively targeted for late 2018. Now, that seems kind of early, doesn't it? It seems really early. Uh, like, but don't it- people have to train for years? I guess mm. if you're a tourist, it doesn't matter. If you have someone, you just sign a waiver and you get you get your brain melted to the back of your skull. You have to sign a waiver if you want to go to space. <clears throat> uh-uh. Nope. Uh, bare bare naked SpaceX. Uh, <laughs> I I think it's only two people though, right? So the amount of time that it would take to train two people to get up into space and potentially, if for some reason the driver does not know how to go around the moon and you need to do it maybe maybe that would be the the scenario i don't know it would i would assume it would just be a full crew and you just sit back there and you're strapped in the entire time and all you do is look out the window that was the original intent of spacex right they want to put people up there and then they want to i don't know truck them around it's like uber right. but for that was a drawing space. on a napkin he, right. he drew a window with the earth on the outside and went I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm a, I want to do that. How do I do that? Yeah. Well, you need Elon money. Musk. Okay. All right. Well, well, well and, and, and Musk declined to identify the customers or say how much they would pay to fly on the week long mission on the week long mission. Sorry. Uh, except to say that it is quote, nobody from Hollywood. Uh, okay. So I guess the two people already picked. Uh, he said the two. Oh, what do you think? He's one of them. No, no, he wouldn't risk that. Why? What? No way. Because he has more stuff to do, Kyle. No, but he wants to be. So what? If he trusts himself enough, then he would be the first one to do it. You know? Yeah, he can trust himself, but I don't think he trusts. His it's product. like no. It's like having. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. It's because he's seen those rockets blow up. I get it. But everyone it, has. It would be like having having a drink with a supervillain, right? They're going to hand you one, but you say. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I want I want the one you're drinking. You give me that one. Kyle, but, that's the classic Princess Bride thing, though. But then you find out that they have been drinking the poison forever, and they actually have an immunity to it, but you've never had that poison, and, and so you, you end up on the floor. Are vomit, you saying that Elon anyway. Musk has been to the moon so many times that he doesn't even need to go? Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Well, Kyle, he also said that the two prospective space tourists who know each other uh, they've put down a substantial deposit and would undergo extensive training before going on the mission. Okay, so they do they they understand the risks. They understand that they have to go. They have to do training and everything. Uh, and he says that there is a market for one of one or two of these per year. I guess talking about the these trips of that's, two people. That's not that many. I, I would want you know a whole train of rocket ships flying around the moon all at once. <laughs> train? Yeah. Space train, jump jump on the space train. That space sounds like the, train. that's that sounds like the only way to do it, right? You're trying to maximize the amount of money you are making and maximize the number of people that can go up there. I, I assume you can't do that out the gate, but I'm interested to see whether or not this uh, this works out for these these two uh, unknown people. Okay, so uh, I, I guess if you if you want to go on a train. It's not going to get you to the moon, but you could pay $250,000 and ride the, the Virgin Galactic thing that goes uh, 62 miles above Earth, which is 
just microgravity, I guess. Hmm. Mm. You could you could just buddy buddy with Richard Branson and maybe mm. get a discount to about twenty four or two hundred forty thousand. No, mm no, don't okay. want it. Don't want it. Hey, well, you know what else I don't want? What's that? Soda. Why not? It turns out, Kenny. Turns out that taxing soda makes people drink less soda. Now, this is according to early data, but two cities: Berkeley, California, and Philadelphia. Pennsylvania. Have you heard of those cities before? I don't know. I'm not familiar with their work. Who? But in those two cities, they've got a tax on soda. Now, grocers, they're saying basically all this does is it adds a 1.5 cent per ounce tax on the soda this year, and it's causing the sales of soda to go down instead of, uh, I guess, making people drink less it's still the same people drinking but the the soda sales are are still going down so i i don't know i don't know how this article works but <clears throat> okay well, let's let's discuss it then okay if you were to enter okay so you're at a gas station you're like oh, i need something to drink you walk into the you walk into the uh the little mini mart there mm-hmm. and you open up and you're looking at the windows of, of drinks mm-hmm. and you see the uh the the side that has all the soda and then you look at another side that's got like the gatorade and the juices and the water mm-hmm you look at the soda and you're looking at a price tag of about 250 or something like that. I'm sure. just making it up. That's yep. with the tax. Yep. You look over at the water, it's a buck or mm-hmm. or dollar 50 for the mm-hmm. same size. Mm-hmm. Which one are you going to choose? Well, first I'm going to ask where the restroom is cuz if I've been in the car <laughs> that long, I I'm not This is going on to, our Chevy Cruze 700 mile trip. Yeah, I'm not going to load up on more liquid without <laughs> using the restroom. So restrooms number one. I can't think about liquid if I have not expelled the liquid. So do that first. Ask where that All is. All right, go to the bathroom. Come okay. out after you wash your hands, please. Mm, okay. Yeah. Oh, Kyle. I, I did that. I did that. Okay. And then you come out and you're like, all right, I need to I need to refill my bladder. What mm-hmm. am I going to use? Oh, boy. Soda? Mm. Water? Mm. Mm. so the problem problem with soda the inherent problem with soda are you looking at the image here over on buzzfeed.com i'm looking at the image okay the ones on the bottom right the glass bottles not yeah. not travel worthy because no, no 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 you drink one of those in one sitting with with some tacos maybe or oh or something, yeah something like that um, oh but the ones throughout the rest of the image the ones with the regular uh the caps. Ounce bottle. What's, 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 what's it called? The, the, the caps. The, the caps that spin. <laughs> it's got a, got a little... Oh, gosh. What's in the... They're called caps, Kyle. I know, but the ones that spin and then they they lock. It, they Shut tighten up. as you... What's Shut the up. name they're of... caps. No, they're, there's another name. <laughs> what's the, the threads? Caps threaded. that spin. Threaded. That's, what, that's the word threaded. I'm looking for. Threaded. It's not Headspin Beanie Elite, the classic E boy B boy spin cap. That's the, the, yes, that is that's the first, first image. That's the first thing on Google when I okay. look up caps that spin. That's exactly what I was thinking of the B boy spin cap on top of soda bottles. Got um, it. Where was I even going with this? Why does it matter? It doesn't. I'm, I'm not going to go for the soda. You're right. It's the price. The sales of soda is, are going down. Um, it's got a lot of sugar. Don't don't drink it period yeah just get out of there no i i but i still drink soda what did you just send me 
What what are you talking about? You just sent me a message that everyone <laughs> could hear. Oh, I didn't hear it. Okay. That's fine. Well, Kenny, <laughs> here's something <laughs> that you can hear. Uh, I've got some fun facts for you. Oh yeah. Bop 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 bop. It's fun facts. Uh in ni- in 19 19- <laughs> What? That's not the bumper. Uh, it's fine. This, this is the fun fact bumper for, for today. We okay. are, we're working to get some new music in here, and eventually we'll have a lot more music, uh, okay. folks. And, and sound, effe- and sound, and effects, sound effects. And sound effects. And we're working on it. I had to move the okay. entire studio this weekend. I yeah, I'm wanna, surprised you haven't, haven't covered that yet. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to deal with this. Mm-mm. I'm going to give you a fun fact, though. That's, okay. what, that's what is important, Kenny. In 1999... A four-year-old girl turned yellow after drinking too much Sunny Delight. How much Sunny Delight do you have to drink to turn yellow? Go, uh, you need to ask Google that because I don't have okay, the answer. Okay, I'm going to It's a combination. How much Sunny? It's probably a combination of your body mass, the, the amount of body that exists, and the amount of Sunny Delight that exists. The problem with Sunny Delight or Sunny D, which, which do you go for? Uh, sunny D. Sunny D. All right. The amount of Sunny D. You're, you're, a, you're a new school uh, Sunny Delight user. Uh, is that it's, there's no carbonation. This is getting back to the soda, the soda argument. Okay, here we go. I found it. Boatload of sugar, no carbonation. You can suck that stuff down so fast. It's like brisk. Just right through the esophagus, <laughs> right, right into the stomach. and Just bef- briskly into, yeah, before, into the toilet. Before you know it, you are yellow. And okay. not, not like scared, but like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, the, the pediatrician in Wales uh, found a, uh, had a four-year-old he had seen who had been drinking one and a half liters of the drink a day. Uh, oh, so this was over time. This yeah, was, it wasn't like all at once she turned yellow. It wasn't like the girl went super saiyan because she had too much sunny D. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's exactly what happened. Uh, let's I've see. tried it. I've tried it. It doesn't work. Her hands, her hands and face turned bright orange and yellow. Uh, analysis revealed that her condition was caused by beta, beta carotene, an mm-hmm. additive that boosts the drink's orange color and vitamin A content. So it was something in the drink that did it. I don't know if that I wonder if that's still in Sunny Delight. I don't know, but now we need to try. <laughs> uh, a child's body would not be able to cope with the beta carotene levels in one and a half liters of the drink. It would represent more than twice the recommend. <laughs> it rec- Oh, sorry. It represents more than twice the recommended daily adult intake. So a four-year-old was taking in twice as much as you and I need. So we would, you're saying we would need a truckload of Sunny Delight. To make this work, to make this experiment work for for adults, yeah. Hmm. Uh, this is this is exce- excessive consumption, and consumption on that scale would lead to a yellowing of the skin because of the beta carotene. In the same way uh, as drinking too much carrot juice or orange juice would. Orange juice? Yeah. Hmm. Uh oh. Orange, you glad you didn't drink that much orange juice? Because boy, <laughs> boy, oh boy, you would be you'd be orange then. Oh, hold on, hold on. The last sentence of this article uh, from the independent.co.uk. The incident has been reported as television advertising for the product shows snowmen turning yellow after raiding a fridge for Sunny Delight. That's so funny because I remember that commercial. Mm-hmm. 
Let's look it up. Let's not. Kenny, let the, something you can look up are the over 1,700 common words that Shakespeare invented. 1,700? 1,700 of our common words. He created by changing nouns into verbs, changing verbs into adjectives, and connecting words never before used together. I did not know that. 1,700 words were created by Shakespeare. Well, 1,700 of our common words. Mm -hmm. He created Mm -hmm. more, more than that. Well, that we, we don't necessarily use all the time or anymore. That thou dost not use nope. names of How Shakespeare? many words did Shakespeare invent? That's it just auto completed that. Doesn't, oh, doesn't matter. Yeah. Boom. Booyah. Are, do you not believe me in my fun fact segment? I thought it was more. Do, no. No. It's oh. not. Uh, let's see. You don't need to look this up. Listen, this is not fun if you look it up and then give me all the answers. Here, Here's an answer maybe you can give me. Are you ready? Okay. How long do snails sleep? How long do they sleep? How long do snails sleep? Uh, good question. Uh, they sleep long enough for me to step on them on accident outside That's, my house. No, no. How many snails? It's accident. I said accident. How many snails have you killed today, you snail assassinator? Uh, I don't know how many today. But anyway, I think that they probably sleep for 20 hours. That's incorrect. Dang it. You want to you guess again? No. The answer is three. Three what? Three. <laughs> three. Snails sleep for three. That's right. Come on. No, that's a, that's a fun fact. Hey. <laughs> wait, wait. I'm looking at it now. Oh, it's days. Mm, is it though? It's daily sleep. Three. I'm li- uh, here. Here, let's capture that image. Mm-hmm. Three. That'll be in the show notes. Uh, Kenny, here's another fun fact. A typical microwave oven uses more electricity keeping its digital clock on standby than it does actually heating food. Thank you for that. So so what I should do then is unplug the microwave microwave when I'm not using it? That is correct. But then I won't have a nightlight. Your microwave is your nightlight? No, I'm kidding. Do you, I leave you, the inside on too. Yeah, you just cook. You <laughs> cook something. On. You cook. You put a fork inside it, and then you turn on the microwave overnight. <laughs> it's a light show. It's a yes. It's what it's what illuminates your oh, your man. abode. It's a smart light. It's a. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not smart. Mm-mm, not at all. Don't Can do that, it? guys. Hey, Kyle. Kyle is not advocating for you to put forks or any other silverware inside the uh, microwave. Don't do that. Don't put Bad anything. Idea. Don't put anything with metal in there. I don't. I shouldn't have to say that, but you don't know. Well, I, it's been a long time since we've heard a PSA about it. That's right. It's been a really long time. Sunny Delight. Would you heat up Sunny Delight, or does it need to be? Wait, like, what? Like, like, would like you put Sunny in Sunny the Tea Light? Mm-mm. <laughs> You don't that. have a soundboard, buddy. I hate that. I hate you. Ah. I hate you. Okay. Uh, pumpkins. Speaking of orange things, pumpkins were not the first vegetable to be carved. Long before pumpkin carving became popular, people in Ireland were carving turnips 
and lighting them with embers to ward off evil spirits. So this year, so we should do that for Halloween this that's, year. That's that's right. We've I have Halloween on the brain when it comes to this show all oh, you year totally long. Do. So carve a turnip and and get your Halloween on, <laughs> and and ward off those evil spirits. That's right, Kenny. I'm ready to get to a national food day. Are you ready? Oh yeah. Today's National Food Day is National Chocolate Souffle Day. Souffle now, Day. I I vaguely I vaguely remember covering this before because we've covered <laughs> because national we've covered National Food Days for three years. Uh huh. What are we gonna do? I feel like we're now we're just spinning our wheels. We're spinning our stomachs. We're we're regurgitating the same content, the same food, over and over and over again, and then eating it again. It's disgusting. That's it's not disgusting. It's chocolate souffle is really good. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Whoa, 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 whoa. You say it's not good? Chocolate and eggs? Why would you ever want chocolate and eggs in the same dish? How Have you ever you? had a chocolate cake, you dumb? Okay, yes. However, the majority of that in there is flour and chocolate and and sugar. Souffles are so egg based that it I don't want that at all. Kenny, a, souf- well, a, a souffle. You think a souffle is a baked egg based dish which originated in early 18th century France. Okay, it's made with egg yolks and beaten egg whites combined with various other ingredients and served as a savory main dish or sweetened as a dessert. According to Wikipedia, angrywikipedia.com. <laughs> Angrypedia. Well, so you like souffles then? Have you had I, one before? Yeah. That, well, I don't know if I've had a mm. chocolate souffle. So I can't I can't say you're wrong when when you say you don't like the combination of chocolate and the eggs and the souffle. I don't know how sweet it is. Maybe I'm worried that it's not very sweet. Yeah, you, that's probably what it is. Because you're, you're imagining... What you're imagining right now, Kyle, I imagine you imagining... This is an imagination. The, where my imagination you're, right now? You're cooking scrambled eggs in a pan, and you're pouring like Hershey syrup on it. That's exactly that's, what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking that's, of that's vomit material. I'm thinking of like breakfast ketchup, but real, real, real <laughs> dark, really dark and chocolatey. Bre- breakfast like, quick, like fudge. Breakfast quick. You add, so you mix. Here we go. I'm ready. Uh, this is this is my Gordon Ramsay segment where I I uh, quickly blast through some ingredients. You want to beat those eggs. You're going to put a whole tablespoon of quick powder into those eggs, mix that together, slam it in a pan, and then drizzle Hershey's chocolate syrup on top. <laughs> I'm also three years old. <laughs> I think I need some Sunny D. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Yeah, wash it down with some Sunny D. There you go. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, I don't want that. That's the one thing that I do remember. Uh, I mean, I haven't had Sunny Delight in years come on but i do remember it's so it's you can only drink sunny d with very specific foods otherwise all of the food tastes radically artificial or terrible like if you if you were in fact if you were to drink some sunny delight 
and then eat an actual orange, they would they would they're on opposite <laughs> spectrums. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Okay, so <laughs> we're on to something. We're definitely on to something. Uh don't look up the Google image search for chocolate scrambled eggs, but <laughs> but if you go over to mrbreakfast.com. Oh, uh, am, I, am I typing out the word mister? Uh, no, MR. Mr. Bre- Alaskan chocolate scrambled eggs are a thing. Five eggs, one cup of milk, uh, instant white chocolate flavored coffee mix powder. So it's a coffee ch- white chocolate mixture of some sort. So the, the eggs do not look like gray, like brain matter, like gray matter. Uh, they they do look still eggy and yellow because uh, they use that white chocolate. But it's, it's okay. a, apparently it's an Alaskan thing. Yeah. Uh, according to, let's see, comments on this recipe. Uh, Mad- Madam says, I'm never going to the east coast of Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the next guy, Boga, says, good to eat whenever you're in the east coast of Alaska. <laughs> it's hyper specific. <laughs> Why do you think this is such a, a regional dish? I don't know. It looks like someone just forgot. Like, I've, I've watched enough food television to know that a lot of the dishes that are on the menus of American restaurants today came from the fact that someone who didn't know what they were doing cooking wise, who didn't have any formal training just made some bar food and then it turned into a whole huge thing like nachos bar food or barf food both both nachos were made because they ran out of a bunch of ingredients. They had closed the kitchen already, and all they had was like a plate and some tortilla chips and some cheese and a single jalapeno ring. And that's that's how you got nachos. Or the Cobb salad, same thing. Just a bunch of kitchen scraps because they didn't want to fire up the kitchen again <laughs> to make something. Wait a now, second. Wait these a are on the Wait menus of all these restaurants now. It's garbage food. <laughs> There's an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry David meets a guy uh, who claims that his grandfather created the Cobb salad. Uh-huh. And then he meets another guy who claims that he his grandfather created the Cobb salad. What? And he's kind of stuck in the middle of who created the Cobb salad. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's really funny. Well, I, I know. I know the definitive answer to who created the Cobb salad. It was my Apparently grandpa. Apparently you do. It was my grandpa. So oh, it was your grandpa. That's right. Which would also be your grandpa. That's true. I, but I just want to also point out, <laughs> I love this website because there's an article called How to Make Donuts in the Microwave. So plug uh, it in, everybody. What? How How even? Uh Oh, you have to have a very special measuring deal, like a very special measuring dish where it how has a... Get, how do you get the donut shape? That's what I just said that. A measuring dish. It's like a it's like a ring measuring dish. Got it. Here, I'm, I'm sending you the link. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh, that doesn't really look like a donut. What are those? What are those what? On top. Those supposed sprinkles? to be sprinkles? Oh, they don't look like sprinkles from this, this angle. Uh, angle? Mm-hmm. What angle are you looking at? That's just chocolate. I think it's just chocolate icing for like a cake. You're just putting it. Okay. Oh no, you're not. Right. You're actually I, you're melting stuff. Hey, speaking of things we don't like, Kenny, I want to try a segment called 
Nope. Okay. This uh, in this segment, we talk about things that uh, I want no part of at all whatsoever, and I think okay. are really, really terrible ideas. Uh, here's number one. FM radio on smartphones. The FCC wants to see it happen. Nope. Right? Exactly. The why, why are we waiting until 2017 to even consider this? I'm not sure at all, but there's a new Nokia phone that's being brought back with a month of battery life. You you saw that, right? Yeah, it's it's yeah. supposed to be it's supposed to be like their their classic refresh. Right. That that does have an FM radio in it. But I don't know. Maybe it's me. I, I'm a, I'm a talk radio nerd. I need both FM and AM. If it doesn't get both, I don't want it. Wait a second. So you're you're finding fault here that they are only saying FM. My fault is FM at all. What you don't? Who listens to the radio? Ugh, lots of people. Lots of people still uh. listen to the. I think. I mean, I I guess. What are you going to listen to when you go into a, a haircut place if there's no FM radio? What are you going to? Someone has to have Spotify or something. No, no. The point of being at a haircut place is that all you hear is one song and then 90% commercials. That's true. I guess that's how they make their money. That is how they make their money. And you try to focus. You try and try your your hardest to focus on that Cars for Kid commercial because you do not want to talk one, to... Eight, seven, seven, cars no, for kids. no. Please if you're stop. a uh, if you're a listener in the Bay Area, you know exactly what I just said. But I and, think it's all. And you I think just had flashbacks to I th- terrible things. We just we just lost uh, Jason DeFilippo as a listener, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really really sorry. I take it back. I take it back. Nope. Using virtual reality underwater is weird, but according to TechnologyReview.com, fun. Can I just say nope? Wait. Why are you using it underwater? Why don't you just virtual reality that you are underwater? So this is from Discovery Digital Networks, I guess, here. Uh, They started working on this thing in December after talking about what it would be like to combine an isolation tank where you float in dark silence alone with virtual reality. So you are in an isolation tank with a Samsung Gear VR strapped to your head with so no this is like this is like Luke Skywalker after he gets rescued by Han Solo on Hoth and he's in that isolation chamber to like like heal his wounds yeah like sensory deprivation and instead of having VR. a gas mask you can have a VR headset maybe it helps you be more immersed in the world but that only if you're sounds, underwater yeah but goodness gracious because then you have a ton of resistance then you're like, wait, why are my arms moving so slow I when I'm like not I'm underwater? Maybe it would be maybe it would be really good for people training to go up into space to go visit the moon. Those two people there we were go. talking about earlier. Yeah. You slap a VR headset on them. You, you, you just push them in the pool. Dunk them in the pool and say, <laughs> now you're in space. Pay us money. And then and then you didn't waterproof the headset. So they get That's zapped right. while they get into water. And then and it just free slot soaks in, soaks in all on the sides. Yeah. Nope. Nope. For this. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Nope. Speaking of uh, making some bad choices here, uh, Kenny, can this subreddit persuade you to eat an orange in the shower? 
Oh, you know, I heard inklings of this. Yeah, this made it's made the rounds last week. We didn't get to it. It is food related. But imagine this. You're in the shower. You're having a good scrub. Enjoying some some hot water. It's pretty nice, right? Okay. Well, now you have an orange. Do do you eat the orange in the shower? Uh no. I don't know. I don't know anything about this subreddit and I'm already grossed out. I don't want I don't need my orange to be warmed. It's it's getting back to the sunny delight issue. I I yeah, want this I want it to be ice cold. Oh yeah, totally. My orange if my if the orange hurts my teeth, it's perfect. Okay. Now I, I think I think where the appeal is. Oh my gosh. Moving on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Moving no. on. No, wait, wait, wait. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> what have you done? Um, but what, I, I think, oh, what are you doing? I think what people like about this idea is that you don't get sticky fingers like the 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 juice doesn't run out onto your hands and then and then you have to wash them and it doesn't feel like you got all the juice off and your hands feel sticky for hours after boo-hoo i know right i'm trying well, okay so i was trying to be optimistic about why they were eating an orange in the shower and also by the way the only rules for this are it's no nudity and no grapefruits then why are you in the shower yeah, I'm. That's confusing. I'm not sure about that. I don't. Mm, I don't like this at all. Yeah, no. And also, there's a ton of soap around in my in my shower. Yes. Like I have lots of soap everywhere. Yes, yes. I don't really want anything of my orange getting soapy. Mm, then well, I'm it, eating soap. No, not re- not technically. If you if you take the acid from the orange and you take the basic solution that is the soap and you mix them together, you get a neutral compound, that, uh, at least a pH neutral compound. It may not then, taste then very good. Then what am good. I doing with an orange in the shower? You're making water. I'm making water. Yep. There you go, everybody. You can shower chemistry. In, that's right. You're just showering in itself in the orange. I, maybe it's a good smell. I could I could see that happening. Oh. Be like a lovely fresh scent. I just don't. Mm-mm. It's like people who brush their teeth in the shower. I'm sure we Ugh. have a. Li- we, I'm sure we have a listener that does that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to lose you. But now let, let me we, let me just point out uh, the person who does the listener who does uh, brush their teeth in the shower. Do not join this eating orange in the shower subreddit because why brushing teeth and eating orange? Yeah. Those are the oh. worst. That's the worst combination ever. You're right. That'll make me vomit. Oh, yeah. Nope. This is bad. Nope. Don't want any of that at all. Uh, and last one, Kenny. Last one here. Driverless cars. Ah, boy. Who's been doing this recently? Tesla, Google, Uber, right? Now well, not Google anymore. Uh, uh, Waymo. Whatever. I, I don't know who it is. I can't keep up. I cannot keep up with these alphabet companies. Before, They're way more than you think. There are way more companies doing driverless cars than we may. I just, I just think. made the joke. I'm making a, the joke again. It's like <laughs> double frying the joke. You don't own it. I own it. That's right. Formula E. Those are those uh, like Formula One cars that are all electric cars. Right. Right. Have instant torque and can travel thousands of miles per hour. I don't think that's how that works, but maybe eventually <laughs> one day. 
uh, also eventually one day, they think that there are going to be identical Formula E cars that are driverless, where you basically have competing AIs driving against each other. On I can't wait on this. Is that it? Okay, this is something you want. Oh yeah. I, I, well, no, no. Actually, uh, you know what I do want is I want AI uh, driving against humans. I want mixed. Yeah, mixed would be fun. I, I didn't mean to say. I didn't mean to insinuate that I want an all AI race because uh, then then it's up to the programmers, right? Well, yeah. And uh-huh. I feel that, like there's that's really. I mean, that could though create good subplots of like sabotage, like someone puts a bug in someone else's car and then it totally wipes out on the last lap. So you try and hack each other throughout the entire race. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that could be way cooler. I, that doesn't sound good. You, you try and brute force attack the other team while you're racing around the race. It's too many, too many things, too many things happening at once. I guess. Okay, fine. Well, how about, how about a mixed, uh, uh, AI and, Mm. and human driver? Maybe, maybe, except that, the bloodlust of the robots against the humans, if for any reason they, they had the ability to uh, get the person off of the track by means of extermination, I believe they would. Uh-huh. So you would, I don't know. There, there needs to be some some protocol in there that says, uh, by the way, the only way you can win this race is not by killing humans. You need to just, you need to finish the race first. That's it. Okay. So that's, maybe that's my worry on having having those mixed you know, robot and, and human races. But the human race goes on. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for not screaming at me, Kenny. I appreciate that. Okay, yeah, I, I won't. I won't. Uh, oh, so how does this new one work? How does it, do I just hit outro start? That's the one. Let's see. Let's, I'm going to scroll over to this. Outro start. Hey, there it is. Hey, there it is. Huh. It's pretty easy. We're uh, we're using a new new program here called QLab 4. Uh, it's an upgraded version of the one that we've been using for the last uh, three years now. Coming up on three years of this show. Oh, my gosh. Boy, oh, what boy. Gonna, what are you going to get me for our birthday? Uh, I, maybe I'll make you some eggs. Some you can try my eggs. You can make, try. <laughs> that sounds like a Limp Biscuit song, doesn't it? <laughs> Well, they didn't have a, a, a what is it? Chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is Cho- the in- innuendo of something else. Uh, I'm sure it is. However, the chocolate eggs probably are a side dish to that. It sounds. I that mean, sounds. You could like have a Cadbury meal. chocolate eggs. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. And also scrambled Cadbury uh, eggs. <laughs> also incredibly gross. Hey, speaking of incredibly gross, you can go over to goodstuff.fm and check out some of the show notes for this episode. Uh, we will have an image of a snail and we will have some other links to things <laughs> from this episode. Uh, things may seem a little different. Not only, not only because one, no more Patreon campaign. Just a reminder, do not go, go over to patreon.com slash morning show. It'll take you to our page, but you can't give us money. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch, Kyle at goodstuff.fm. But the show has been rebranded as the Good Stuff Morning Show. The Woo! Go the GoMo show. So <clears throat> we've got whole new artwork on, on those feeds. 
for you. It may look different. Just don't don't worry about it. It'll be fine. I hope you like it. I really, really do. If you have a few seconds, there's two places I would like you to go check out. First is iTunes. We need some iTunes reviews. We haven't had some, you know, nice iTunes reviews in a while. We do have mostly five stars. So if you would, go give us five stars and uh, leave a nice iTunes review. I will read them on the show if you say something nice and not mean. We can't read the mean ones? We could read the mean ones. I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah, we can read the mean ones. Let's do that. Nope. Uh, And also... Go check out the other shows on goodstuff.fm. Non-breaking space show, the at YouTube podcast. I guess we're grown-ups now. Three guys, three questions. All really great shows. I would appreciate if you if you go check those out and give them a listen and give those guys a rating. It would be nice. We'll be back again next week with another show. I'm, I think I need some more sounds here, Kenny. Let's go get some more sounds. Okay. Until then, goodbye. See ya. <laughs>